Hello everyone and welcome to The Wrap, brought to you by Michigan Medicine Headlines. I'm Dan Elman with the Department of Communication. And I'm the co-host that resembles a ghost, Hunter Mitchell. Today we're going to be discussing the importance of flu vaccines and what you should expect as flu season approaches in the midst of the ongoing pandemic. Before we get into that, be sure you approach all previous episodes of The Wrap you may have missed. You can find them on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or any other podcast hosting platform. New episodes debut weekly and can also be found on the Michigan Medicine YouTube channel and as part of the headlines week in review. On that note, let's bring in Tom Mann, an Administrative Manager for Occupational Health Services. Tom, thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, great to be here. Thank you. Now, Tom, why is it so important to get a flu shot this fall? Yes, flu is typically most prevalent in the fall uh, and winter months, thus the timing of our annual flu vaccination program, which starts September 1st. Uh, And the main reason for getting the flu shot is that it greatly decreases your chances of getting the flu. Um, In in addition to that, it also helps to protect you not only as the employee, but also your family, our patients, uh, and the community at large. That's awesome. Um, So what, what is the organization's policy regarding flu vaccines? So the Michigan Medicine Flu Policy states that all Michigan Medicine workforce members must receive an annual flu vaccination or an approved exemption as a condition of employment. Uh, That includes faculty, staff, learners, visiting scholars, contract personnel, um, and and some others. It's important to note that employees that are part of a bargain for agreement should follow the language in their uh, collective bargaining agreement language related related to the policy. Um, So the deadline for the flu vaccination is December 1st, uh, but the exemption request must be submitted by November 1st. Okay, so let's talk a little bit more about that exemption request that you talked about. If an employee submits an exemption and that exemption is approved, what sort of changes for them? What are the requirements moving forward? Yeah, obviously we want all of our people vaccinated, but the exemption process does allow for those that may not be able to receive the flu shot. And if they are approved for an exemption, they're required to wear a mask once we declare masks on by our epidemiologists. Uh, this is a little bit of a unique situation this year because we continue to wear masks because of the COVID pandemic. Uh, so there really isn't a lot changed because of that. But in the event that we do get to us get to a point, which hopefully does happen at some point uh, soon, sooner than later, anyways, we don't have to wear masks. Those with an approved exemption would be required to wear masks in uh, areas where they would encounter a patient or have face to face to face interactions with a patient. That, that pretty much covers most all of our facilities, uh, minus where there are not patients, obviously. Gotcha. Now, so how can employees get a vaccine? Um, do they have to go through the organization? Yeah, there's a lot of different ways in which employees can get a flu shot. Um, Occupational health is one option. Um, They can visit our webpage um, and see all of the different clinic locations that we hold. Uh, And we hold them across the organization, not just at Occupational Health Services at the Med-In building. We go to NCRC, BSRB, um, and and multiple different places. Uh, We also have a drive-through option that we hold on some select days, mostly on the weekends, um, where employees don't have to get out of their car. All of those appointments or, or all of those clinics are by appointment only. Um, there's also um, flu liaisons throughout the health system. We have over 700 flu liaisons that work with uh, OHS uh, and they're right on the unit level. And this provides an easy access, very efficient way in which employees can be vaccinated without leaving their unit. Uh, so they can just check with their department leadership if they have a flu liaison that can provide the flu vaccination right on site. 
And then of course, employees can get their flu shot from their PCP or in the community um, or whatever location they desire. The only caveat to that is that if they do get their vaccination at their PCP or in the community somewhere, they must submit proof um, via documentation to occupational health. And all of the information is, is contained on the occupational health website where they can um, learn about how to get that information to us and, and where clinics are available and so on. Yeah. Now, I know a lot of the talks when we when we say vaccine right now, most people are thinking the COVID-19 vaccine. And a lot of the discussion lately has been about boosters and whether those are going to be available for uh, employees and just for the population in general moving forward. Uh, can you talk a little bit about that and whether you can get a, your flu shot and a COVID-19 booster at the same time? Yeah, the CDC has come out with language that states that it is appropriate and acceptable for the COVID-19 vaccine to be delivered with the flu shot or any other vaccine. Um, we are trying to keep them separate and are keeping them separate in our clinics at Occupational Health for a lot of different reasons. Uh, and employees may want to have some pause or break within that uh, getting two shots at the same time. So there's multiple ways in which you can receive either of the vaccines, COVID, and or the flu. Um, and we've kind of strategically put this together as best we can, at least knowing that the flu vaccine deadline is December 1st. So if you are going to do them in separate time periods, get the COVID shot first, and then come back by the December 1st deadline to get your flu shot. Well, thanks so much, Tom, for uh, sharing this timely information with us. And speaking of timely, it's time for the lightning round when we ask our guests four rapid fire questions. Are you ready to go? Yeah, awesome. Let's do it. Awesome. All right. At what age did you know you wanted to go into healthcare and why? Oh boy, it was probably, I'm going to show my age a little bit here, but probably 1990, 1990 probably. Um, I wanted to do something with athletics, quite honestly, and uh, wasn't good enough to, to be a, a you know, professional athlete, as so many of us are not, even though we might think we are, um, <laughs> and, and got into athletic training and sports medicine in college. And that just directed me into the healthcare field and then to management level. Well, so my next question, you, you kind of already answered, but uh, if you weren't in healthcare, what job would you want to have? Oh, gosh, if I wasn't in healthcare, I, I think I'd be at home just, you know, working around the house. I'd like to win the lottery would be really great. <laughs> and I'd really have to work. So I, I don't know if that's a job or not, but that's where I go. <laughs> retirement is your favorite yeah, retirement. job. There you go. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Well, you've talked about a lot about sports and U of M football, of course, kicks off this weekend. Would you rather watch a TV show, a movie or live sports? Oh, live sports without a doubt. Without a doubt. Nice. nice. All right. So last question for you. Uh, if you had to listen to one music album on repeat forever, what would that be? One music album on repeat forever. Holy cow. Um, I probably have to go with something like maroon five or something along those lines yeah nice. okay all right well thank you so much tom for joining us and sharing this information about this year's flu vaccine if you want to learn more about michigan medicine's flu vaccination policy be sure to go to mmheadlines.org that's mmheadlines.org while you're there you can check out other featured stories from this week for instance the newsletter gave details about a new food drive to benefit food gatherers the department of pharmacy outlined a new program designed to recruit and train new technicians and readers were asked to share their favorite fall activities find all that and more at mmheadlines.org all right hunter now that last story you mentioned made me curious about what you and your family's favorite fall activities are so what do you plan to do or do you have any traditions that you normally do during the fall 
Yeah, well, so I think all the usual stuff. You know, we hit up an apple orchard, pick out a pumpkin, try some cider. Um, me, so my wife and I, we're going to celebrate a year this uh, this weekend. So we're trying Congratulations. to Congratulations. Thank you. Um, we're trying to come up with new traditions. So I don't know. It's more of like uh, we, we're going to do all the same old, same old stuff, but we're also looking for new stuff, you know. Um, yep. So, yeah, maybe football games, maybe uh, traveling out of state. I'm not sure yet. What about you? There you go. Yeah, so, uh, well, you mentioned it, football games. That is my family's tradition. I've had uh, season tickets to Michigan football my entire life. So most fall Saturdays, we are at the big house. Um, and, you know, I moved, I moved away from Michigan for about 15 years. And ever since I've come back, uh, my wife and I tend to go every weekend when there's a home game with my parents. And it's sort of a fun uh, fall activity. But we, you know, we like cider mills. We've, I've talked a little bit about in the past, too. We like to go on hikes. And actually, fall is a great time to do that. You've got the fall colors and the weather isn't so hot um, and it's not as crowded typically when you go to like a state park and things like that. So we've got plenty of things that we're, we're hoping to do this fall. Nice. And no mosquitoes. That's a That's plus. true. The bugs are not nearly as bad in the fall. Okay. It's time for the weekly trivia contest. Last week, we asked listeners, two Michigan medicine nurses recently developed a new certification program for those who treat patients with which type of device? The answer is ventricular assist device. Congratulations to Carly Hendy, who sent in the correct answer. Now for this week's question, here's Dan. All right, this week's question is, the ongoing food drive at NCRC runs through which date? Once again, the ongoing food drive at NCRC runs through which date? You can find the answer in this week's headline story. Once you know it, send it to headlines at med.umich.edu for the chance to win a prize. All right. Well, that's all the time we have for this week. Tom, thanks again for joining us. And thanks as always to our listeners and viewers for everything you do for patients, families, and each other. 